It's like Manu and Pelp had a kid. Hello, welcome back to Michigan Zone Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as always, is Cody Wood. How's it going, everybody? And Matt Corser. Hello there. <laughs> and today, we want to talk about redundancies, is what I call them in list building, um, and also some some uh, not hot takes on the new pilots and upgrades, but our opinion on them. So first off, uh, redundancies and list building. I I kind of define it as like uh, having internal synergy that you can take actions through multiple different sources in your list. Uh, so you know. Uh, you know, Jake can pass off like a focus token kind of example like that, that where you don't have to take your own focus token. And it's, uh, you see it in a fair amount of lists, uh, not every list, basically none that Cody ever flies. I mean, aces never have redundancies, right? The redundancy is I'm just out acing you. But I think it's a, it's a pretty important thing for people to have. You know, it creates a uh, you know efficiency in your list, and that allows you to make the correct option or the correct choices. Um, while also taking maybe like a safety token, like a focus, just in case you're going to get shot or an evade or something. But uh, you know, being able to respond to your opponent in like a, like a toolboxy kind of way uh, is very important. You know. Just because you can make one bad decision in X-Wing doesn't mean you can't also make a good decision on the same turn with the same ship. Would something like that also include multiple I-6s? I mean, I guess, like, confusing target priority is is a good choice, but I wouldn't say it's, like, a redundancy in a list. Yeah, I mean, uh, I tend to actually fly a, a fair amount of list sort of like this just because i also don't believe that uh i'll make the correct decision every time so as long as i have more actions the opponent i might be able to like out tempo him if you use like a, a card game term and i sort of feel like rebels just about any good rebel list that we've seen since the inception of 2.0 has been about token sharing all the duchess jakes out there yeah jake especially you know he's one of the best pieces in the rebel faction well i guess that uh segues perfectly to the first part of what i'm trying to get at um you know activation phase efficiency you see it a lot in rebels i mean you see it in the republic and resistance a fair amount too you know uh, empire and fo kind of tends towards either like force multipliers like hall runner and uh, you know, Malaris and all that kind of stuff, or some sort of ace style, which doesn't really have a you know a redundancy in their their actions there. And the, the separatists are kind of their own thing. I mean, they already share everything with network calculations. They have tools to be efficient to begin with. So, um, but activation phase efficiency. 
uh, you know, especially like Jake, he could allow, you know, two ships to have focuses. I know our buddy uh, Josh Richardson does that all the time when he plays his Han Norlist. Dutch allows for locks so you can have an offensive mod while still focusing or have a, a strong alpha strike off of that. Uh, dank probe droids getting those target locks early on for the for the separatists really helps out a lot for them as well. And I think one of the important things about both Jake and Dutch is that they also give themselves tokens too. So it's not like a coordinating ship where now you're just you're tokenless, but you're just passing your action to somebody else. With Jake and Dutch, you both either get a focus or a target lock, and then you give your buddy one as well. Yeah, it's not really a lateral move. It's a, it's a plus one, really. Which is, which is you know, huge for a game. My, sec- my second favorite, Lambda Pilot, also does that too, Sai. She coordinates you a focus. She also gets a focus as well, which is one of the big drawbacks of coordinating for the, the ship. Doing the coordination is they generally don't have a token for themselves, but Sai can give you a focus or whatever action she has on her bar. And then she gets that action as well. So it's really nice. I think that's one of the biggest drawbacks of like AP5 or any of the coordinating ships is because they generally have a West style and they don't get generated plus one. They're just easy targets. Mm-hmm. You know, if only there was an upgrade now that lets you just have a red coordinate. So you can have a decent dial or decent actions and still be able to do it. You need a crew slot for that. For only two points. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, also, you get some weirder cards in the resistance that allow you to do it. Like PZ4CO lets you actually, like, pass off your calculate token or your focus token. Uh, I mean, they came out with, like, the Rebel Transport, and I've only seen it ever used on the Rebel Transport. I I didn't even know what this card was. I don't even know what PZ4CO is, to be completely honest. It's a token sharing card, okay? Is it a crew? It is, yes. I mean, it's probably more expensive than it should be because it's five. But it's also the end of activation phase. So you kind of have perfect knowledge. Oh, wait, no. That's just the card that you put on a ship so it has a calculate action so you can coordinate it from the other side of the map. I mean, that's one of the cards, yeah. Yeah, I didn't didn't really, I'm going to be completely honest, I forgot this. If you did a blue maneuver, you can pass a token out to range two, a focus oh, that's token. Hey. So that's it's a solid support ship. Also, it has the calculate, so you can see three PO yourself. But also, um, so that's just during activation, right? Um, start of engagement happens too. You get a lot of tokens, token passing at that window. Uh, it's essentially. You know, full knowledge as well, because it's start of engagement. So you can pass it to whoever needs it most. A lot of it's like uh, Kyle Katarn or uh, like DFS 311. You know, I'm looking at your notes right now, and I'm not seeing anywhere where uh, my favorite. My type, yeah, my type, favorite type BA pilot's not on this list, Hollow. Yeah, I mean, Hollow, is that? Yeah, but that's kind of. Generally, you're passing a negative token, though, right? But yeah, no, it, it still counts. I mean, this is a certain engagement token passing. You'd pass that evade to Kylo. That'd be useful. I mean, 
you know, we talk about Kyle Katarn a fair bit, but passing focus, or if you have gin, you can pass it out of aid to whoever you want if you need it. Too bad it's only start of engagement. I find there was a way to do that better. <sighs> we'll get Rebels to that. might actually be good if they had a way to pass evades whenever they want. I think start of engagement token passing is super important for, uh, you know, just having toolboxy, having redundancies in your list that you can share actions without, without having to take them yourself. Also, you have near perfect information when you do it it's sort of engagement you already know where all the ships are at where they're going to be whereas activation if you're depending on what ps you're at like rebels usually have the mid ps so you don't know where their aces are going to be at um you have some fun stuff you can do with jake where you can do like a focus boost but still the more information you have when you pass tokens the better the uh, token passing is generally. For sure. And you also kind of see nowadays people running DFS 3.11 too with like independent calculations if you don't have like another vulture. So that way you still have a calculate and you can pass another calculate while sitting on a rock in the middle of the thing. You know, same concept, different faction. Is that actually a thing or is that just a hex out bounty? I've seen both. <laughs> I played against the guy who was running independent calculations on DFS. Yeah, independent calculations on DFS seems pretty dope, especially with like his ability to just he gets he gets two calculates, he passes one off to a buddy and still has one himself. I mean it's stressful, but you're sitting on a rock, right? You just do a yeah. not too straight blue maneuver and you're fine. Yep, pretty much. But then you realize it's four points and that's an entirely different subject. Um, also you have, it doesn't happen too much in this game other than one other ship, which we'll get to eventually, but, uh, dice modification, like show, uh, token sharing, I guess, you know, when you're rolling dice, like a saggy in the K wing does this, you can use his focuses as if you spent them or like, you know, Palpatine, you know, you can do that. Um, Delta Obi-Wan kind of does that ish in a roundabout way you spend your focus but you can give it back so speaking of that i'm a little bit disappointed that we uh forgot to mention plo Koon and the uh, start of engagement token sharing i'll have them a little bit later on we don't really get a lot of uh like token sharing during dice mods i was gonna say we only really have a saggy palp and that who shall not be named <laughs> Well, speaking of that, who shall not be named? Hera is her name. Just came out. You just ruined it. You know, supposed to name her. Well, it's also the next category. <laughs> no, I mean, she is by far the most versatile token passer in the game, right? Like, she could do it at any stop. She could do it at the start of engagement, I guess, if you really want to. You do it at, uh, you know, during your dice mods, that's that's huge. You can pass it before you choose your weapon for attacking. And she has, you know, a, a range two bubble. Just get coverage of whoever needs it. And the silly thing she could do with Garvin of just Garvin passes her the focus token and then she can pass it back. And they could do that for as long as he keeps rolling focus results. 
So that Goblin does require uh, Goblin to either be shooting or being shot at. So it's not an insanely big combo. Although generally, I'm sure you want to shoot Goblin first because Heron and and an A-Wing just usually doesn't die. Yeah, I mean, as long as like, if he's leading with like Garvin or something and he's going to take multiple shots, it's super, super good. But, you know, she can pass the lock she has on someone. She's at six, right? So generally she knows like the board stayed. So, you know, you're at six. You could pass the focus. You could pass the evade, pass a lock, whatever you took to anyone in that bubble at any time they want, essentially. And then mixed with some of the other uh, token sharing with Rebels, she can actually have focus evade, focus target lock, evade target lock, and just be able to pass whatever she wants, whenever she wants, once per uh, attack or defense. Yeah, I mean, you combine her with Jake or Dutch, and she gets all these kind of things too. The more tokens you stack on her, the better it gets. Yeah, I my first game with Hera that I played, I had a target lock on someone. Ahsoka coordinated her and evade with Ahsoka's ability, and then Hera took a focus, and I passed all three of those tokens in one round. That's that's silly. Do have to point out one uh, two things. A jam does uh, hurt Hera, unlike uh, hurting a Sage, because she does have to pass the token, and if they have the jam token. It just instantly gets removed. And also, <clears throat> hair on a B-Wing is very much meh compared to hair on an A-Wing, in my opinion. Just because the A-Wing dial is amazing. A-Wings, uh, like the focus boost, evade boost, any action boost can at I-6 means they probably aren't taking a high-quality shot on you. And... Good luck killing a A wing, right? I mean, you can still get all the tokens on the B wing if you take the uh, S foils with it, as you can with hair in the A wing. But it's also significantly more expensive and significantly less good. Yeah, and she's rolling one agility with not a decent reposition option. And the I mean, the best B wing pilots thrive off of the stress that they get from their red maneuvers and their linked action and she doesn't have any reason to want to be stressed but like you know braylon and ten you know, we can go on about how great they are because of their because of the chassis they're on but i mean i mean it's cool that she's in the b-wing but yeah she's significantly better in the a-wing for sure so here's another category that i wanted to differentiate between token passing because it's also like friendly token stripping like taking the negative ones like plo Koon, as we talked about a little bit earlier you know he can pass the focus of aid i do that all the time yeah you're you are a quality plo Koon player i it's nice I think, to, it's nice when i see you play plo Koon. i was gonna say until Hera was here i was gonna say plo Koon's the best support ship but not anymore I can't say he's a uh, Plo Koon player because he did still let Michigan down. He did let Michigan down. Uh, (laughs) It's okay. That episode only has like 50 downloads anyways. No one's listening to it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the the important part for Plo Koon is that he can remove orange tokens. 
which I also do a lot. Um, you know, the lat, if it has like seventh fleet or something, takes the weapons disabled. Plocoon's not shooting, or if he's got a garbage shot, he's only got two dice. And like a CLT kind of version. You just pull off the uh, weapons disabled. Or I guess like a tractor. I've done, I've done that once. Where I've tractored my own self with Plocoon to arc dodge something. That was really funny. So when you pull a tractor... Who was who gives the barrel? You roll? assign the tractor token to yourself, so you get to choose which way you're barrel rolling, and or straight boosting. And you can't rotate off your own barrel rolls, right, or your own movements off a tractor. I do not know. This was before that rule happened. <laughs> I I don't think you can because then I feel like that would make I feel like that would make Nantex degenerate if they yeah. decided to do that. Or just like quad jumpers degenerate again. Like, hey, what if I just boosted my ship and then rotated it 90 degrees? You have no idea where it's going to be at. Yep. Oh, imagine so Gory with a quad though. jumper like that. Like, you tracked a Gory. She does the thing, rotates 90 degrees, and then does a maneuver. Like, uh, she, she takes a stress. With though, advanced sensors. Yeah, she wouldn't be able to advance sensors, but still. Playtesting works. Um, but also, you know... Um, Admiral Holdo can also actually swap tokens, so you can actually pull negative tokens away from people and give them positive tokens. Not that, that she's ever played too much, but she can be effective. Last year in the Space Jams, that was a really cool list, though, with Cloaking Ray uh, engaging at PS1. <laughs> yeah, Holdo's actually just like when you your ship itself engages, so it's a little bit wonky. In terms of timing, it's not like start of engagement like Plo Koon is. But again, if you're pulling negative effects off other ships, that's pretty strong. I mean, Kaji so also play. has that, right, with pulling target locks off people too, off his teammates onto him. So that's also like yep. a, a solid. Also a really cool thing um, Josh and I have been messing around with is having like a re-rolls and synchronized council. I mean, you mostly get it with the lat, right? So you can have the fire convergence to re-roll to. But if they all have sync console, you can just keep passing that target lockdown to whoever needs it. I mean, so everybody gets double-modded uh, munitions? Yep. yep. I mean, uh, that one Y-wing list that I love so much with synchronized console and proton torpedoes. And uh, Wolfpack is in there, too, because you have no options. Anyone shoots you, you just get a lock on them, and you could pass that to every single Y-Wing. And they could all just shoot proton torpedoes, and they just roll up with a focus that turn. It's just, it's, the efficiency of that is silly, and I love it. I mean, the attacker does have to be in your firing arc, so aces have a chance. <laughs> Good luck jousting it, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like one straight with the Y-Wing and focus, and just have a lat somewhere around there, and... Anyone they shoot can get a lock on them for wolf pack. So even if you're not shooting the ladder, whatever, if you shoot a Y wing, you get a lock. Now you have a fully modded proton torpedo that you're going to pass to every other ship. Mind you, this is like the only good instance of Saint Console. <laughs> like that upgrade is super situational, but you can abuse it if you do you it say right. That, but you can get a whole bunch of Saint Console uh, homing missiles. Uh, Torrents in the list. That's true. <laughs> but 
he, yeah, I think you can make right. one of them Tucker. I guess or oddball. No, I just like I guess re-rolls with any sort of lock, so you can keep the lock between turns. That's what, you know what I'm trying to get at. Because it's just the it's the efficiency, it's the the ability to the hold on to things is really good. Speaking of token holding, though, <laughs> Shock T allows you to hold the Evader Focus. Very good with the uh, like the Delta Sevens because you know there's there's a purple. So if you just do it before uh, you enter engagement next round, or say you know at least you have the Evade rolling up. Don't have to use your force for that. I mean, you use Shakti's force, but again, holding tokens is really good like that. Yeah, yeah, Shakti is really good. You can have up to two, right? Huh? Yeah, you can spend up to two force. So, super good. Um, you know, Kraken allows you to hold up three calculate tokens. That helps a lot when you're rolling into engagements. You see it a lot with like uh, quad HMPs, just so they have something, an additional offense with their target locks and all that. When things were cheaper for the Discord missiles and everything as well. Yeah. Ryan used to use it a lot with his munition bombers. Yeah. Hey, what if I had a target lock and two calculates? Right. Plus the uh, token sharing calculator. Yeah, network calculations. It's almost like the CIS faction is built on efficiency. Bring back droid swarms. <laughs> and I wish. Also, a new upgrade slash pilot, um, Kaboot Key, he allows you to hold all your circular tokens. Um, you know, put them on like a, a YV or something, all your reinforce until you enter combat, kind of like Shakti. And, uh, you know, roll up with a reinforce focus or something. Or if you're a jerk and someone reloaded next to you, you just tell them to continue to holding the weapons disabled token because it works offensively as well. Which is incredible. That's super degenerate. <laughs> There's almost a use for jamming beam now. You can jam someone twice and then just tell them to hold it. <laughs> this also works uh, once every two turns, right? Yeah, it's uh, two charge. No, I mean every every turn to be bonkers. <laughs> uh, would Modi Crow count as token holding? You can hold two focuses yeah, for sure. I mean, it's less, it's more on your own ship, but that is still, you know, efficiency because you don't have to continue taking the focus action. Which is super good. And the last kind of um, token shenanigans, I'm going to call it, um, is people who also get benefits from coordinate. I know we talked about Lieutenant Psy earlier, uh, but, you know, like C3PO resistance on Rose. Or that, you know, the resistance C3P, obviously. Um, you get to calculate right after you coordinate. Um, you know, ST321, even more redundancy with the Lambda. You can get that lock as well. Because they don't natively have a lock, so really helps them out. Yeah. You know, at Hondo, you can coordinate a stress enemy ship and jam another one. You're essentially making them go minus one is its own term of efficiency. I love Hondo. <laughs> he's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. I love that he's not faction restricted. Very thematic. 
But yeah, I mean, like the whole point of coordinates, coordinating is already incredibly strong, right? That's why they didn't have it in Scum Faction for the first edition. Cough. But uh, it's an incredibly strong action. And also getting a benefit on top of that is very, very good. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why Tactical Officer is six points, making red coordinates white, because having a white coordinate is really, really good. What if you had a two-costing uh, coordinate that was they wouldn't do, red? They wouldn't do something like that. <laughs> Leading into the next section there. <laughs> yeah, um, another part of having redundancies in your own list is having um, multiple effects, right? So um, say you're ion you have multiple ion carriers right you know i guess if they're playing big ships it will help against that independently but just to being able to like i did this with the uh, control bots at the end of first edition you know you have both the ion and the tractor on there just so you can control if you don't hit with the ion you can shoot with another person with the ion because that's going to be more important or if you have a, a couple quad jumpers like they had earlier on, so you can tractor multiple ships, that really ruins people's lives. I feel like you see that a lot with the uh, Seeks right now because they have all the different cannons, uh, some tractors, some ions, just having all the uh, control. They don't really just beat you down. They control you, then beat you down. I mean, it definitely helps that it's like having a three attack die gun, but it only does one damage. But still, the ion controls are so huge in this game. Yeah, just knowing where an enemy is going to be is just lets you make better decisions for yourself. Yeah, and I mean, never played, but you could still run ISB slicers, right, on the ship. I mean, jamming is going to be more popular now right you got it's extended to bullseye in range two uh people realize that token stacking is really good there's more things that are handing out jams maybe one of the maybe someone will play this one of these days because they, they hold jam tokens it gets played it just isn't good because it still costs points yeah and a coup slot i mean it's not too many points what like three nothing crazy i mean i've flown against it before it's not fun but it was definitely it was definitely like a jankier Empire Quad Reaper list. I mean, if you could pilot it with like seven sister crew, right? And if they're stressing themselves out or something, you could jam them instead, especially if you have like thermals or whatever. I think decimators here, so. But yeah, um, see, uh, munitions, redundancies in munitions, especially thread tracers, right? I mean, thank God you can only have two right now. But yeah. You don't hit with the first so, one, shoot with the second one. <laughs> You're really going to need those locks. So undercosted. Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and you see, like, Thread Chasers in a lot of lists. Like, you have them in Seek list. You have them in the uh, Six Baron list. So now you have double-mounted Prockets. Uh, yeah, any, any, any ship with a missile slot now has, like, Thread Tracers on it. Yeah. Like, you can see in, like, 270s. Harris throwing them on there. Yeah, I throw them on there when I do four Sino Jameis. Like, why not? Yeah, I mean, they're so good. <laughs> and speaking of other missiles, Discord missiles. 
I mean, obviously, the more you have, the better it gets because you could stack them twice on you know one ship, or just continue pounding with them if you have no legal place to put them on there. But that's less good. It can help if you really need to get that damage through before uh, PS zero. Yeah. Um, also, I, you could throw foresight in this too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the more foresight, definitely foresight and snapshots you have the harder it is for your opponent to maneuver wrong and making the correct choice without possibly suffering some sort of effect. And sometimes the correct choice is to just suck it up. <laughs> the correct choice is get hold the hold the uh, reinforce from last round tell them I don't care if you shoot me with foresight anymore. Until you still somehow take two damage. Yeah. <laughs> But also, uh, I've ran multiple lists with multiple token stripping effects. Like I, I've run so many lists with both Paylob and Derek on there, because that just ruins people's lives. I mean, you pull the uh, evade off whisper or something with Paylob, and that's, that's a very sad whisper. Or gone head to head with Rack and just took his reinforce, which is the the worst thing for him. I mean, speaking of speaking of Whisper, having like Darth Vader, Vader off a of focus for Whisper's juke shot just makes makes her hit that much harder. And if you don't take the focus, you're still dealing the damage anyway. So that damage is going almost almost guaranteed to go through no matter what. But we don't see you don't see Rack Whisper that much, and you know can't put Vader on Whisper anymore. So, but it's still it's still. I mean, by the same token and same faction, you could put Seavor and Tarani in this game. Tarani's sort of token strips, or you take a damage, which is what Vader does anyways. Yeah, I did a lot of, like, Tarak Tarani lists, because Tarak would strip off all the green tokens, or Pela would take a green token. Now you have no token for Tarani's effect. So it's just auto damage, which is always good. Pretty dirty. Yeah, I mean, not like you could spend the green tokens regardless. What, you're bullseyed by... Tarani, or any Kimogilla, really, but ah, poor Rack can't use green tokens for effects when you're in Bullseye. It doesn't matter that you have the reinforce. <laughs> but also, the, you know, speaking of like Juke Whisper and all that, multiple Jukes that we had, you know, Quad Phantoms for a while. The more Jukes you have, the the better everything is. It's your redundant effects because they only have probably only have one green token to modify everything so when you juke them and they spend it next time you hit them with another juke it's probably another damage in unless you have all the force then goodbye force yeah or multiple ways of sharing calculates or multiple ways of sharing focuses and evades juke might go down no I hope it doesn't but it might no, they're still paying for the sins of Meta's past. One of these days, Rebel Fenral will go down. <laughs> One of these days. He's eight points more than Hera. <laughs> so expensive for no reason. That That's a ship that's paying for the sins of first edition. At least Miranda went down to a semi-playable level. Unlike hey, the what if I said you can't use any of your tokens? Yep. Seems good. Okay. For a quarter of your list. Right. 
on the sheet of peed, which garbage maneuvers and distresses about. Yep. Hey, it's got a blue three stripe. It's got a blue we'll just, bank. Just, That's the problem. We'll just throw Cassian in there and boom, you can take the stress away. <laughs> Great. <laughs> cool. We solved it. <laughs> I'm sure no one has tried it. <sighs> I feel like Joe has tried this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, I couldn't really think of too many examples of this, but multiple defensive upgrades. I did this with dedicated a lot. The more dedicated you have, the more ships available to have their blanks re-rolled. Because I'm not rolling evades or paint, so I'm going to dedicated that several times. Saved so many of my ships. I mean, I brought like unique lat specifically so I could just dedicate it off of it instead of a generic one. It's more only on one ship but with han solo with title uh sort of count for this because you do get to re-roll that defense die twice to get what you want well i mean i guess any ship with the Millennium falcon title right and you take the evade yeah i would say han solo more so just because you get that extra re-roll right and then you throw stealth device and you're just <laughs> ignoring everything <laughs> um i i guess but that's its own thing that's not multiple ships covering for other ships. Um, I love dedicated lat, um, arcs a lot. That range two out of the side is huge. Like the torrents. Yeah, it's still range two, but you just cover so much area with the arcs. It saved so many of my Jedi so many times. Anyways, um, this is actually more prevalent now that some new upgrades came out. What? Oh. Uh, so Yasby did fix it, so did Small Ship. Oh, they finally fixed it. <laughs> Good for them. How long has the lat been out? Since October. Uh, I don't know. Time doesn't exist. It's still March 2020. Yeah, time's a flat circle. That's why clocks are round. <laughs> Anyways, um... More useful upgrade. This is more prevalent now that certain upgrades came out. But um, now you start getting upgrades on ship destruction, so you get hopeful discipline and cutthroat. I mean, previously is you know TA one seventy five the pinata droid when one of them blows up, everyone gets calculates. Super good. But now with hopeful discipline and cutthroat, you actually get a, a tangible benefit out of it as well. I have to say, hopeful is very underwhelming, though, just because generally the action you take is going to be focus. And so it's can't hold it over like you can with a lock with disciplined. Yeah. And like every ship has focus, whereas disciplined, a lot of Imperial ships don't have the target lock. So you're just getting free target locks, as well as we talked about this a little bit earlier. You can now barrel rack. <laughs> I love it. We could boost like dash if you want to dash boost a ghost. <laughs> not not useful. I don't know. You have a focus to Lebo. If you really, really are playing the game wrong. Yeah, no. Disciplined is just way better. Significantly better. But these are actions, too. So you can't be stressed. So that's an important note. Mm hmm. So you really aren't going to see this on the interceptors, and you aren't going to see them on A-wings. Oh, definitely not. I mean, A-wings already boosting and focusing anyways. They already took the actions. Yep, generally. 
Are you going to put it on like a Z95? They have troubles reaching the target lock. Plus, personally, I'd rather try to have my ship survive rather than just trying to die. So I'd rather have the focus rather than taking a target lock. And that's why SCOM is superior, because not only is Cutthroat really cool, but also you can kill your own ships <laughs> if you really wanted to. Yes. Multiple different ways. Not just the droid. You also have Dead Man Switch. Hey, you always wanted reload on them. There you go. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I think Cutthroat's pretty cool. I'm not sure exactly the best use for it yet. Maybe false transponder code Z's or something. Use it with Quinjast, so you don't have to use the ability. I'll put on my Teltravura so I can continue to live more. <laughs> okay. Put on, uh, what's his face? Morallo. Scooby-Doo more. <laughs> How broken would it be if it said when any ship's destroyed instead of any other ship? Because you wouldn't be able to kill Tell legitimately. That's, yeah. That's sad. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, like Treacherous also works with this, right? You get it back on ship destruction. Yep. So that's also another thing. I mean, Treacherous is doing really well right now, so particularly relevant. I mean, so is Disciplined. So yeah, we'll looking into that a little later. So I guess that's kind of my spiel and redundancies and list build. I think it's incredibly useful. I mean, I like toolboxy things if I'm playing like a, you know, card games or whatever. Anything to be able to react to your opponent correctly, I think is incredibly important. And as much fun as I like playing aces and stuff, I'd much rather have some sort of uh, backup plan. Especially with Plo Koon, because Plo Koon's awesome. Anything else uh, you guys want to add? I was going to say, this is a lot different than what I'm accustomed to. Because in my list, usually every ship has sort of a point or is very individualistic and wants to do its own thing. You know, everyone runs factions that are uh, self-sustaining. <laughs> I mean, in hyperspace, it's really only FO that's self-sustaining with trip silences. Because everything else just needs a buddy, just about. Cody, what do you know about trip silencers? That was only top uh, eight in aces. Meh. <laughs> Actually, what a great example of um, an amazing redundancy list. Matt Carey's list that you played. God, yeah. So Pocket Ahsoka, Pocket Hera, uh, just normal Luke. Blue Squadron Escort, and Luke. God, the redundancies in that list are just so strong. I think that's. Well, carried him up to what top two, right? I believe. Oh, yep. Yeah. Lost in the finals. Jeez. What a Actually, um, I looked at that list and I'm like, that's an incredible list. And I didn't think of so it. So the first list I played against uh in Aces was a Hera, Ahsoka, uh Garvin with Protorps. And I forget his other ship. I think it was Wedge with Predator. Not an like. Oh, A-Wing uh -huh. Wedge. Never mind, I remember this now. God damn it. Yep, he exists. And I was probably about three pixels away from losing that game because on the opening engagement, 
Hera was barely outside of range three to get the target lock on Rush, so he couldn't fire the Protorp and he ended up not firing a Protorp the entire game. You know what we didn't even mention? Normal Ahsoka, right? The Delta B. Yeah. Everyone's She's incredible. A-Wing is the new hotness, but yeah, Delta 7 and Ahsoka I mean, both, still both Ahsokas are incredible. Both Ahsokas. Just to enable everything in your list. Especially at like uh, Rebels at 5. I mean, we're going to get in that later. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, especially if you had like Chopper on Aether Sprite Ahsoka, who is now like passing an action to get a plus one, taking her own action, and then denying you an action. Wouldn't that be wholesome? Right, and they both have the same trigger. So even if you do like a 4K or whatever, you could boost to get in a range one of Chopper. Any more uh, great examples of redundancies? I mean, that Polish list. I know we keep going back to it, but yeah, it's such no. a great rebel list. That action efficiency, the redundancies of just passing all the focuses, all the locks, and then just having a giant hammer with reinforce is great. So the next thing we want to talk about just real quick, right? Just want to give a couple thoughts on some new pilots and upgrades. Cause I'm sure there's been a lot of talk about all of them. I just wanted to, you know, see where we land for the, uh, scum side. I played a lot of scum. So man, protector glove at two points is bonkers. And he can be in the Empire and FO as well. Yes, but it's significantly less useful than the Empire and FO, right? Because most of those crew carrying ships already have coordinate or like don't want to be stressed. I mean, you do get to pass the stress afterwards. However, I do believe both FO and uh, Empire, all the crew carrying ships do have at least a red coordinate already. Yeah. Yeah, Zai Shuttle has a red coordinate, and the uh, Upsilon has a And then, believe it or not, but the Decimator does have a red coordinate. Yep. And the Reaper. And Lambda. And the Reaper. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so happy about this upgrade, though. <laughs> Just two points coordinate is silly. I mean, we'll get we'll get to it later, but, like, I put it on Kanan. That's 44 points. And now you have a ship that denies a damage for sure with your force and also can coordinate things and because your ship just has to be in Ganon's arc not the enemy ship so like you could be at like range four and have just a benefit it's really great actually really really good yeah Yeah. especially if you like those upgrades to make it even better especially if you're a fang fighter because you're going to be in range one. Now they're rolling their normal attack dice instead of the bonus, and you get a free evade. So good. If you had like maul on this and patience, so you can just like <laughs> use it three different times. Well, patience doesn't quite help, right? Because you still have to have someone in your arc that you can shoot at. That's fine. Like your two die gun's not going to be doing too much, anyways, usually. <sighs> you're there for one reason. Hawks are fragile, despite what people may think. They're five, like they're five health ships with two agility. That's a hyena bomber. Yeah, they die. You, s- you say that, but what if they were rolling one less every round? Would they still die. Also, Kanan's ability will also merge into him. Works on himself too, so the enemy doesn't actually have to be in 
his turret arc for him to also reduce it on an incoming shot, which is super useful if you're going against maybe like aces or something. I love it. Kanan for 42 points. A fantastic addition. Like the scum doesn't have many support ships or cheap self-sustaining ships, but I I love this Kanan so much. And the Black yeah, Hawk looks really cool. No, he seems pretty good, especially like yeah, like you said, Scum doesn't really have a whole lot of people who are like, hey buddy, let me help you out, which yeah, I mean Alex Middle did really well with the Ben Bosk and Kanan in the, the Aces tournament and just I I could just imagine people's frustration with like, oh hey, I've got this range two shot on Fen Rao. Like, well, what if you rolled one less red die against Fen Rao? What if Bosk reinforced and now you're rolling one less die anyway, so you're reducing two damage incoming. So Bosk can actually live and do things. It's great. Yep. Yep. What if that Protorp's only a three die Protorp? Yeah, just a lot of stuff. And then yeah. Yeah, it seems really good. Or more importantly, your threat tracer's only two dice now. That's the important part. Three day pocket or two day pocket after you give him two weapons failures. <laughs> There you go. But no, I, th- I think Glev is, is incredible. I mean, I was talking to Cody yesterday. You put Glev on Han, right? I6 coordinate for 50 points, just 50, straight 50. Han and Glev. Not just sure how Han. good that is because you're still taking Scum Han. Yeah, you're still taking Scum Han. But, but it's still an I6 coordinate I'm for sure 50 so, points. I'm sure somebody will have fun with it. Which is cheaper than the I6 coordinate you get with Rebel Fen Rao. It's the same price. And I was going to say, I feel like that's still better than Finn Rao and a uh, Sheath of Pete. God damn it. Because it does have 11 health and a side turret. And, and it's a large base boost. If you're not I mean, coordinating. If you're boosting, you're not coordinating. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think Gleb's awesome. I fully assume Gleb will go off in points. Also, you know, passing orange and red tokens can be useful as well. So while we're increasing Gleb's cost, can we also make Zam more expensive? Both pilot no way and she crew? Can be at four points still, right? Next point update, there's no way she can still be at four. Why? She's a better... Um, Everything? What's her name? Um, Magva. Magva? Magva? Yeah, she's just a better Magva at worst. Like, yeah, Magva's like so seven about points. That? Oh, and you have to get hit. And she gets, and you can double tap. Yep. Yay, scum. Um, also, um, Gaboot, uh, for six points as a crew carrier, super cool. I like that so much. I don't think six it's points. overcosted. I don't think it's undercosted. I just, solid piece. Yeah, I'd have to see how that goes. Because six points to save a reinforce every other round, or like focus evade on something, or like Finral with advanced protorps can actually get a double double mounted uh, protorp now without previous setup. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of nasty things you can do. Uh, you know, if you like bullseye someone with a quad jumper, you give them two tractor tokens, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> time to hold on to it again. I mean, it's still zero to one, so it's much better on something like a YV where it's big and there's actually ships around it as opposed to like a hawk or a quad jumper. 
So those range ones are not where those ships want to be to begin with. So, but I, I, I think it's super cool. It's so scum and it's another way of getting extra support in for scum, scum faction, which lacks any sort of support. Well, it's pretty scummy not to have support. Uh, God, I just wanted someone to just like reload, make the mistake of reloading by me and just be like, no, no shoot this round either. Or next one. Play, play against some uh, gunboats. Yeah, there you go. So I think those are like the three most standout things from the scum. I mean, they got, you know, Y-Wings are kind of cool. Free target locks or whatever. Uh, tech upgrade slots. Don't know what those are going to be particularly good for. That actually yeah, that one Y-Wing that's basically Fifth Brothering himself. He's pretty yeah. cool. I'm blanking on PS4. his name right now. And, and you could do the whole um, Wolfaro concussing yourself. Yeah. If you wanted to, you could concuss yourself and then just have um, focus to a crit on every attack. Super good if you have, like, veteran turret gunner, I guess. I mean, any anytime you have multiple attacks with free mods, it's always better. Yeah. Or at least hard. Had, Hadrison. I hate Star Wars names. So stupid. <laughs> but what about Padrick? <laughs> yep. Just basic Padrick and Tamut. Just remember, it's off the token. So seismic's off the token, not the obstacle. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Padrick, the one that lets you like lock onto a, a device and anyone zero to one of that gains a strain. That's why like you do electro proton nice bomb, damn it. <laughs> But it's still zero to one on the token, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you have Electro Proton Bomb with uh, Gamut, right? Yeah, I mean, that would be significantly better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, solid addition to the Scum Faction. Super excited. I don't know how to pronounce a stupid name, but Tapusk. He could actually be super useful. He's the one that... um denies the recovering of a, a charge or a force. I spent two, two charges to tell him not to re regain the force or the charge for that turn. It's good. But it's also really um, super situational, but also 36 points, which is relatively cheap. High five. Yeah. And it's only his turret arc and two as well. Like with cannons, you don't really need like the moldy crow. Your only benefit, I guess, is that you get a three die attack gun, which is super strong. But for 36 points, he's better than Dace. <laughs> and don't forget the moldy crow's two focuses is pretty nice. Yeah. Really nice. You know who's two points less than him, though? It's Gaboot. I think it's just, just straight better. But 2PS, you can't play if you don't move and shoot for uh, shoot for us and move last. There you go. <laughs> Says the guy who goes up to 200 points out every round. Every list. And love my PS1. Yeah. But anyways, I think those are the, the cool standouts from Scum. Again, Cutthroat, I'm still trying to 
figure out exactly what I would prefer to have that on. It would be pretty funny with Gamut as well. That way you can do it like every turn if a ship dies. (laughs) Does it work with uh, him? I thought it's only non-recurring. It is non-recurring, you're right. No, F. Playtesting works. Playtesting works. You do it with Zam, though. Have fun with that. Zam's non-recurring. You can do that with Zam. (sighs) Or you can use it for Prockets. That's true. Thread tracers or false transponder codes. I mean, I think false transponder codes is going to be the best one for it. I agree. Anyways, Empire also came out. That one was cool. Um, Defender Vader. Yeah, I mean, Darth Vader, everyone's talked about. Darth Vader, the boogeyman. Have you guys played against him at all? Uh... Surprisingly, no. I haven't really played that much. He hits. Yeah, I mean, so does Ray. I mean, Ray will die significantly faster. So, from watching him play, played, I can say one thing. People still don't know how to block. It's a defender. What could it possibly be do? Is it not a 3 hard or 4K every turn? Sometimes the five, straight. five straights, <laughs> but like people don't block Vader Defender, and then are surprised you can't do damage to Defender Vader. Like what? But but how could you? How can you? Uh, how can you survive if he can't spend his force on defense? <laughs> he doesn't get a free evade or has the focus action. That would be silly. Uh, I also have to give a shout out to Volt, who has an interesting ability, I would say. I like him a lot more on the Interceptor than I do on the Defender. Because the Interceptor, you can link that into a reposition. I mean, yeah, you can double reposition with it, whereas Defender, you can only single. He is really good for chasing... um, Enemy... Higher bioscope. Higher... Pilot ships, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you take a strain, and if they turn on you, you're rolling three greens. You know, people wanted to put like advanced sensors on him so he could do his action, get the strain, and clear it off with the blue maneuver. And you know, just not have your evade. <laughs> it seems super not worth it. I mean, if you have the coordinating ship, you can coordinate this. Action and then do the blue maneuver. Are you saying you should have redundancies in your list if you're going to fly this guy? Because that would be remarkably appropriate for the episode. Just remember though, uh, Psy can't get a focus if you do that. Well, just coordinate on the focus. <laughs> I don't know. Multiple coordinates, everyone coordinate him. Also, Captain Dobbs, who's the I3, can uh, cancel damage to gain an ion great uh is three points less than rexler it's so bad why would you do that i mean maybe you're trying to keep vader alive it fits i think bolt's ability on the tie defender should be i'm an i5 defender that's fair but so is rexler who is six points cheaper and just better or has a better ability four points yeah. cheaper yeah. 
I don't know. I, I was underwhelmed with the defenders, especially with their stupid config and their stupid interloper turn. I mean, it's just not really a whole lot you want to do to make them like you don't want them to be like monsters again. But yeah, I was also kind of underwhelmed with them in this pack as well. I never watched Rebels. I have no connection to Defenders. I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was sad. The Interceptors, though, those Interceptors are oh, yeah. super cool. And I am so happy someone figured out the first thing I thought of when I looked at um, Commandant Corrin, right? Cody and I were talking about as he was like released. I'm just like, man, that and Strikers. What ship just gets multiple maneuvers? I mean, you can do it with a Reaper too, but Strikers are a much better option for that. So good. Out to range three also includes yourself. I mean, range zero, but it does. It, you don't have your own initiative. It doesn't include himself, but you know, if you run into something, it can work. If they run into him, I should say. You can like conga line stuff. So the one who won the aces was Goran and four strikers. Four discipline strikers, did, I believe, right? Yep. And with the thermal debts. Yep. That's such a good And list. what he did was he kept Goran bumping into the strikers because he's faster. Yeah. And also, but he just kept doing that. So the strikers were just doing one straights. Oh, not one straights, two straights every round. Yeah, and you conga line in and then you get a red focus. And then also mm. you have your reposition and or other action you're getting with the striker, and one of them dies, and now they have target locks. Ah, so good. Four barrel rolls to get that uh, arc, if they arc dodge it. Yeah. Really good, because a barrel roll is a lot better for keeping arc than a boost. It's true. 43 points seems fine. Maybe go up a couple. If it becomes the super crazy boogeyman with strikers, but well, I mean that, that list with the strikers already has a seven point bid. That's oh, great. Thermal debts on everything. Yeah. I mean, also coming with this back discipline. So good. Yeah. We were talking about it enough, but the ability to hold target locks, not a lot of stuff in empire as locks, especially strikers, strikers and interceptors. Yeah. Yeah. And they all have three attack dice, too, so they're all massively benefiting from it. Yeah, benefiting from the bumps, with the, getting the focus from the bumps, and like, oh, you killed my buddy, now I want to target lock and kill you. Prepare to die. Which, you know, strikers, you know, if they only roll two green dice with four hull, they, you know, I can confirm they do die. <laughs> do they? Are you sure? Usually in one shot. <laughs> Because I eat crits for days. And that's why you play Countdown. So what do you think of uh, Nash? Nash seems really good. I'm surprised there wasn't a whole lot more Nash this past weekend. But yeah, Nash seems really good. He's kind of at an awkward spot because he's initiative two and an interceptor. Speaking of things that pop real fast. Every time I've seen a Nash, that's generally what happened was he popped... At least he still gets to shoot. <laughs> um, you know, essentially a much better Fell's Wrath. So I'm vindicated by that. I like it. Sienna Ray finally is in a tie interceptor. 
Yeah. She was one of, she was one of the main protagonists of that book with Thane Carell. Isn't that ironic? Wasn't she supposed to be just as good as him and yet she's a six? <laughs> yeah, they're both they're both really good pilots. Yeah, you know, that, that's the thing. But you know, I guess when they brought second edition out, there can only be one I six X Wing. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, Are you ready for Luke to be released in an X-Wing at I-6 with three-fourths? I hope it's old man Luke. Um, but no, CNRE, 48 points. It's a steal, really. Yeah, she's a steal I-6 for I-6. Interceptor. But you don't get the passive Sumtier buff with the focus. But, you know, you're still shooting with her. I mean, try not to finish off enemy ships, obviously, because she'll get a stress. But, I mean, she's also six. She's generally shooting first. So the rest of your list could kill him. Yeah. Like, I would, I, we were talking before the show, but I would like to just mess around with Sienna, Suntir, Vader, just have a triple six list with uh, Empire. Like, yeah, I would shoot with Sienna first because Vader and Suntir could finish off whoever. But, yeah, it seems, you know, I know people have been dogging on her a lot lately because of her ability, and I get it, but... 48 points for I-6 is still pretty good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's not even a quarter of your list, and you have an I-6 interceptor. Like, that's that's fine. It's also, uh, Lorir is back. That's super cool. I love banky barrel rolls. So much fun. So good. 41 points. Super worth it. What if you had CNRA with that? A CNRA? Crew scenery, to be specific, right? Yeah. Get coordinated, do a a 90-degree bank barrel roll for a stress. Then you can too hard or do whatever you want. You just become Echo at that point, right? Ish. I mean, it's different than Echo, but... Dallin Oberos. You become Dallin Oberos in the Star Viper, not the Kibagila. Obviously. Love it. (laughs) Yeah, also Gideon. Gideon, Gideon yeah, is an interceptor, 48 points. Same same cost as Sienna, so they must be, they really value that um, pilot ability. I mean, going which, up from three to four dice normally is so strong. Or so if, he's strong. Range, if he's range one, he can be thin route. I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> it does seem really good. Yeah, but I mean, he's like, like we were talking about with Nash. Gideon is also in a tie interceptor with no force multipliers to keep him alive so you know i would like to put Gideon on the table and try him out but i'm just worried that he will be like oh you're just dead now before you can do anything whereas in the tie fighter in the tie swarm Aiden is there to help him out yeah, Gideon is what like the fourth target down in that right yeah yeah Gideon is the fourth target down in that list but if somebody's like, I'm going to kill Gideon, you can save him. Like, yeah. Yeah, Gideon is definitely not target priority in that list. And So with Gideon, you generally just, like, hang out, right? Yeah, I think you, you try to flank. You don't engage. Yeah, you don't engage. You wait till them, and then you do it. That would require, that would require ace players to be patient. Mm-hmm. But he's also going to be heat magnet. Like, people are going to be like, ah, four dice. But, I mean, it requires you to be damaged, so, like, your buddies need to do something to help you out with that. 
Right? If only, if only the Empire had IPS ships that can do damage. (laughs) (laughs) Only him. Yeah, yeah. Darth Vader's not a steal at I six either with afterburners and. Yeah, I mean Vader will do damage for sure. Mm -hmm. Scary. Or if they're the Polish nationalists, they're already coming in damaged. (laughs) Fifth fifth brother with homing missiles, I four as well. Yeah, like I mean, Empire has op- there's options for Gideon to for his teammates to help him. Do- there's a lot of cool options at four. You know what we're talking about? I think a couple episodes ago, right? Where there's so many pilot skill threes out there that fours are just super relevant right now, and could add you know a five by four list if you really wanted to. Seems good. Yeah, real good. But anyways, uh, last part, more important part, Rebels finally got something after a couple of years. And boy, did they ever. Hold up. They got something with the hot shots and aces. Yeah, okay? they got Leia they and got... K2SO. Don't forget Gina. Okay, she's the real MVP. Oh, right. so. <laughs> I did forget about Gina. Thank I legitimately you. forgot her. <laughs> I played, uh, I think Mitch was flying Gino once, so that was a disaster for him. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> oh, man. Which one do we want to talk about first? Wedge, right? Wedge is easy. Wedge is really Wedge good. Wedge is fun. Yeah, Wedge is an amazing pocket ace at four. He's a, yeah, he's I4, he's 35 points, and he has the ability that all the A-Wings probably should have had, which is just like they will want less agility. At least it's a primary attack, thankfully, and not like every attack. Because proc is stupid. F- it's a front primary attack, which That's is true. also important. Yeah, because I got the new config. I mean, why well, you just slap on Predator at most? Yep. How many people are going to put yeah. outmaneuver on this wedge now? <sighs> <laughs> but my two dice attack is better. I mean, I guess he's really good at flanking. So I see more of a use for it on A-Wing Wedge than X-Wing Wedge, which is just getting, you're jousting. Like, yep. you don't have a choice. Like, if you see Outmaneuver Wedge in an X-Wing, you just kill Outmaneuver Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I was I was talking to, I think it was one of you guys are in the group chat, but like, yeah, A-Wing Wedge is more wholesome than X-Wing Wedge because he, like, X-Wing Wedge, like, you know, we all know. We've all like been like X-Wing Wedge must die now. <laughs> Whereas A-Wing Wedge, like, you know, being like still rolling one less die at range one, like three versus two or three versus one versus something like still is going to do damage, but he's not going to, he's not attracting the type of heat that he does in the X-Wing. Cause there's also, he usually has friends there like Hera and Ahsoka that are going to like, you know, be more of a threat than him. And more importantly, Wedge can't fire a Protorp and give you negative one agility. He can fire a Procket and do that. He, he doesn't get it on the Procket either. Oh, yeah, yep. It's primary weapon only, yep. Because, yep, like I said, he's more wholesome. I know, it's so much better. Yes. God, that Wedge will stick to, and he's just an annoying, like, again, Pocket Ace. Like, yeah, like he's really brother good. I like, I like him sister. a lot. Specifically more, I guess, like a seven sister. Jokes on you, though. All my ships already have one agility. So yeah, no, these, these aliens are really good. I've had I've played two games with them, and like I've 
sloop with Wedge. I've had a range one bullseye on Nam Lam. Ahsoka moves like, hey, I know you're stressed, Wedge, but here's a focus. Like, and then Herod, Herod, Ahsoka gets her ability. Then Hera's there be like, oh, hey, I know you really want to target lock on Nam. Why don't you have mine? Like, it's really good. Wedge is so good. That's so cool. Shara is whatever. I mean, like, Shara's awesome, but I don't see a particularly great place for her on an A-wing. I think she would need she needs she needs Jake in the list to help her out. Jake Jake gives her the focus and she takes it directly. Yeah, so she she needs yeah. Yeah. She she needs other people to make her ability better, which is backwards to me. Yeah. And then Hobby is 30, 30 points. Derek. Derek Hobby. He's he's a thirty point A wing at I three. Yeah. I mean Hobby's yeah. has a weird rules interaction, right? Yeah. What do we do when Jake passes him a lock and he's already ioned? You mean hair? Oh, that you mean hair? Yeah, or, not Jacob. Because he's Dutch. Or Dutch, or the one I seen was the AP five coordinates Dutch. Yeah, which gives him the target lock, which gets rid of it. Who knows? Yeah, Abby, pretty cool. I mean, it's from one point in an A wing. I mean, works really well with Hera. Yeah, I think I think the, everything the, does. Everything, like all these A-Wing pilots, like just they work really well together. It's almost like Rebels Rebels rely on helping each other out. I was going to say, I think anything would work well with Hera. Oh, yeah. Like Hera. Like, let me tell you if I could have Hera in an FO squad. <laughs> love it. Oh, gosh. Well, like I, Hera on anything. I mean, I've, I would think we've, we've talked about this before, but I mean, I think Hera is almost an auto-include in every Rebel list. At this point, yeah, 42 points, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like she's an auto-include, and you know, as much as I like Hera as a pilot, and as much as I love A-Wings, like, there shouldn't be, like, auto-includes in factions. So, that, that's just kind of how I feel. Like, unless it's know, Kylo. Unless it's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> unless it's the first order. Kylo's not really an auto-include, because you can also Malorous Swarm. Yeah, you can still Malorous Swarm. Oh, I'm sorry, it's an auto-include for everything, except for one specific archetype. <laughs> hey. FO doesn't have ships or pilots, okay? Yeah. They don't have a choice. Yeah, Rebels have no excuse. Yeah. Are you ready for B-Wing Arrow with Reinforced Deflectors so I could pass by Reinforce? <laughs> she can't. She can only pass Focus Evades and Locks. Oh, good. Good. Even better. <laughs> also, the new models, super slick. I love them so much. They look really nice. I like them. I like that Sabine is basically just... Oh yeah, Sabine. Yeah, we um, almost forgot about a Fang her. Fighter. I love that. Yeah, still fearless Fang. She's the only one. I, she, her and Shar are the only ones I haven't put on the table yet. But maybe we'll uh, we'll do that. She gets it out the rear if you have the config. Because I also, as as yeah, I also want I also want to try the Vectored Cannons too. Because nobody nobody online believes in them. I think that we I think there's something there with the Vectored Cannons. I don't think mass A wings are going to be good with Vectored yeah, Cannons. Yeah, that's the only problem. Is that if you're running in A wing, you're probably running yeah, a couple of them and only two or three a-wings are good with the vectored sabine and Shara and Hera too mostly i mean you lose well, the boost the, but you still get to shoot out the back at i6 i mean someone made cut someone made cut with uh vectored cannon a-wings james Ritter did yeah good job james but the only issue is like at i6 you're just better toking moving 
like boosting around something rather than boosting then doing if you want to be more of an attacking ship than a support ship you would take the the vector cannons yeah, i'd agree with that man ahsoka so good i love ahsoka yeah. period but just give more actions to everyone in rebels who always is giving more people actions or just be a very efficient i5 interceptor that takes target lock or evade every round yeah i mean if you take an evade you've got force for defense unlike vader which is i guess poetic <laughs> but um yeah i mean good luck eating through a evade with two force with three agility that's not an actus at least just one of shields throw patience on her too like if you don't plan on her being like a heavy hitter and just being a support piece throw patience on her she could keep because you know she gets four star of having to spend two force every turn to use her ability yeah and they could do it while stress which works so well with the faction because you have yeah b wings in there b wings turning x wings yeah i mean anything that is always stressed yep k turned to luke and ahsoka gave him a focus as well like here why don't you finish off now Ahsoka's so good. She'd be so much more of a talking point if Hera didn't exist. <laughs> or was that cheap? 100%. Oh, Hera, Hera should be the same points as Ahsoka. God, Hera's 42 I, points. 42 points. I you know. don't need to put anything on her. I know. Hera and Ahsoka in the same list. Yeah, and they can both have prockets. And then you can block one, but get procketed anyways. Hundred one points. You have two spike damage ships that are really good at assisting other ships while being really good by themselves. And then what if you could fit Wedge and Luke in there as well? Just Luke and another T seventy, or not T seventy, T sixty five. I don't know. I like the I like basic ones. But man, yeah, no, I have a major problem with this Hera. Is that she can pass the tokens before you declare your weapon so you can launch munitions no i think i think they had the biggest thing is like the just general like flexibility with the timing it's just like just pass the token whenever you want and do whatever you want it feels like it's inconsistent it's I too hate much it. Yeah. when you can have already almost perfect uh, board information to pick your token and then you have perfect information on when to pass the token i hate it so much like, I have no problem with Hera, other than she needs to go up a little bit more in points. But just that ability to pass four munitions is just awful to me. Which I was, I was playing it wrong. I didn't know that you could do that. And, like, now it's... I was, I was playing it the way, like, I thought it should be played. Like... Well, you should watch Cody's top eight game. Yeah, but no, now it's like, oh, you can just do whatever you want, whenever you want. It definitely negates one of the most important uh, things you can do when moving first. Especially if you have two ships that can do that. Like the Ahsoka-Hera combination means that you have to block two ships in order to make sure that the entire squad doesn't have all the tokens they need. Because if you don't block Ahsoka, she coordinates the evade or focus or target lock to Hera... But if you block Ahsoka, then Hera just takes it herself, and there's just no winning with it. And they're A-Wings, so you can't just, like, focus them down. You could try, but they're just going to fly over you, and LOL, now I'm still passing tokens. Oh, now I have five straight and cleared my stress, and I'm just going to come back in a couple turns. Like, have fun. 
And even when I'm not coming back, I'm still coordinating Having all fun. the uh, my team ships. Yep. So this was the problem with the Nantex, though, right? Is that you couldn't really block them. And back when you could do like the handoff, right, where you can just ensnare one of them in order to move them to pass off with their ensnare. Are you, are you, are you saying that we need to see some more Sunfock on the table? Because that's that's what I'm I mean, hearing. Yes, that'd be great. I mean, speaking of Sunfock, if we want to keep Defender Vader in line. <laughs> I mean, there's this five-point upgrade that every Force user can use called Sense. You want to keep Defender Vader in line? That's how you do it. Same, but but Hera and Ahsoka. You can put it. You can put sense on Ahsoka. You could. <laughs> kind of meaningless, but you could. Shoot, she can put. You can have sense and patience on Ahsoka. She gets two force because yeah, she's Yoda now. So she has two force upgrades. Well, it's it's just like it's just like the regular A wing. The A wings get two EPTs. So I mean, obviously, Hera should have two force abilities, right? I'm just upset that Hera like can just pass things for munitions. That's so stupid to me. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. It's stupid. I know that makes no sense. It's inconsistent with every other thing in the game. Yep, I agree. And that's the one time I'll be mad at a card. So. Moving on to the B wings. I mean, you have hair in the B wing. Cool, whatever. Not nearly as good. No, also, fifty-five points, so costed actually appropriately. I'm not sure why they thought that would be a more important ship. I think better. it's just because of the three reds and eight health. But like, I think Raylan and Tinda were just better than hair. Yeah. And the cheaper, like yeah, you lose two uh, initiatives, but but also you're outputting a lot more damage and a little longer. Yeah, but Gina, she's fifty points for some reason still. I five man. Yeah, you're paying for that. Big orange tax. Big orange (laughs) is only uh, priced properly on ships that can't actually take advantage of the big orange. Okay. And Han Solo. Scum Solo. I was going to say, which Han Solo are we talking about? Because I would Resistance say one is Solo. Un- I, would, I would say one is undercosted. And- what do you mean? There's three. Uh, Rebel Han Solo is only one point more than Lando and two so points good. more than Leia. Nah, fam. I love you, Josh. But nah. Back to the conversation, though. The only relevant addition into the B Wings. Netrum Pollard. Uh, yeah. It's a 180, so you basically do a barrel into a K turn at initiative three. I mean, cool. Yeah, but you have a 2K already. Yeah, but like, what if this was a really long talent roll? Yeah, but you can you can do it to your friends too at yeah, range, range zero to I one. Mean, yeah, and if you barrel roll into someone at range zero to one, you can 180 them and they get a stress and clear it off, which is cool. So you can't barrel uh, like 180 or uh, friendly ships. You just pass the stress. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Never yeah. cleaned that. If you move uh, the ships 180, it'd be useful. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Man, maybe there's a reason why you didn't remember who this guy is or what he does. <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, um, I mean, other than Hera, this was kind of a lame addition to the <laughs> wings. The model's super cool. And the title is a thing. Yeah. Rebel Gunners like, aren't particularly amazing on a B-Wing. So. It kind of oh. seems like it was like this for all three packs. Like one ship got like all the fun toys and got to do cool stuff. And like another ship was like, here's some new pilots and some new upgrades for that ship. Um, have fun. So with the new B-Wing gunner, that means eventually you're going to have to have gunners that aren't turret based, right? You have like weapon systems officer, I guess, if you really want to like load up something with like proton torpedoes and then still keep the target lock after you use it. I guess that sort of works for um, uh, Hera. No, yeah. do something, do something thematic and put Ezra on Hera. I thought it was Sabine. I don't know why they should. She came in the pack. I think so. Yeah, I mean, doesn't seem good. Sabine, you could put Luke on. Yeah, there you go. Slap on Luke Gunner, B-Wing title. How how hard do we jack up the cost on this era? Afterburners, so let's go. With Sabine Gunner, is still it's a special attack. And I'm trying to think, like, who has that? Um, K-Wings? But like, who do special attacks more often than that? It's just like K-Wings. Yeah, I mean, and if you have torpedoes. You know, because your uh, your ass foils actually gives you a red reload if you close them. So I guess if you really want to load up on that, you can. Never seen a B wing close the S foils. <laughs> That's fair. You can, them you can make which you, you can, can make Hera one hundred and thirty nine. I'm yeah. curious. I'm doing it. No, I already did it. Oh, you get afterburners. Yep. I, Heck I, yeah. Squad leader. I already, I already just went through this. It's awful. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was the big additions, right? You also have Hopeful, which was cool, I guess. Not not good. But A-Wings, huge. I mean, what was it? Like, uh, Cold Squadron, how many of those were Rebels that made in, like, the top 16? Quite a bit. Yeah. It's like five. Everyone trying out the new toys. Maybe four out of 16, five out of 16, something like that. One. Yeah, it's five. It's nuts. Mm hmm. You know, all of them are using Hera. No, one of them them was just Braylon Garvin Dutch, but the rest of them did have Hera, I guess. It was Braylon 10 Garvin Dutch. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's fine. I mean, it's a classic uh, I4 PS sharing Rebel list that's really good on the joust. He finished just above you, Cody. Nice. So he eliminated the other six times Ruthless Barons with Prockets and Two Thread Tracers. Somebody has to do God's work. God. I mean, remember how everyone was running Ruthless on Baron of the Empire? Now they have Discipline, which is just strictly better. For the same Uh, cost. I don't know if it is strictly better for the Barons. I think I'd rather have uh, Ruthless with the Barons because how often does a Baron die? Maybe put Ruthless on the ones with the Thread Tracers and Discipline on the ones with Prockets. But I mean, that's the thing. You already have the Thread Tracers to get those target locks. I know, but it's you still get locks. You still can get a barrel roll if you didn't already do it and you're not stressed. Yeah, we're talking about redundancies, Cody. Get just the... Uh, 
discipline gives them just a lot of options. So there is a such thing as too much redundancy. And we see it a lot in a lot of Rebel squads that have Asage, Gravin, Jake, and Kyle Katan. Yes, <laughs> having a focus action is good. But you can do other things besides focus but, actions, but guys. What if what if my Baron died and then my other Baron had an evade token and then he barrel rolled, linked it into a focus? Now he's double tokened up and will never die. No, my biggest thing with having discipline on all of them is that you can't just like try to alpha one of the thread tracer ones off because that's then everyone is because of a lock on you. So it, it really makes like target priority kind of a thing. So you do what I did, which is you have a lock on me. Now I'm going to make sure that ship's nowhere near you until you decide to try to take lock somewhere else. Okay, Cody. <laughs> Aces. Anyways, I uh, I think those are sufficient takes on the uh, new stuff. I mean, Awigs, amazing. Scum Crew, amazing. Interceptors, amazing. Yeah, everything else. Yep. That seems to be the moral of the story. So you're saying AC ships are better with three agility? Generally, except for the Hawk? God, I love Kanan so much. But anyways, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us, us at thebestmanbenchwarmers at Gmail. Also follow us on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook page now, YouTube channel, all of them, MI Benchwarmers. See you next time. Everybody have a great day. Bye-bye.